In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Isaiah 56, verses 1 through 8, where I'll ask the question, why should we join ourselves to God? Isaiah 56, verses 1 through 8 says, Thus says the Lord, keep justice and do righteousness, for soon my salvation will come, and my deliverance will be revealed. Blessed is the man who does this, and the son of man who holds it fast, who keeps the Sabbath, not profaning it, and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Let not the foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord say, The Lord will surely separate me from his people. And let not the eunuch say, Behold, I am a dry tree. For thus says the Lord, to the eunuchs who keep my Sabbaths, who choose the things that please me and hold fast my covenant, I will give in my house and within my walls a monument and a name better than the sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. And the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to minister to him, to love the name of the Lord and to be his servants, everyone who keeps the Sabbath and does not profane it and holds fast my covenant, these things I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The Lord God, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, declares, I will gather yet others to him besides those already gathered. The promise God gives in Isaiah 56 is that he is going to gather more and more people to himself and that it isn't going to be limited to just the covenant children of Abraham, but it's going to extend even further that you don't have to be Jewish in order to be called one of the children of God. You can be gathered up into his kingdom that he's going to bring more and more people, foreigners, eunuchs, people that you wouldn't think would be brought into the kingdom. They will all be there because the Lord is faithful. He is generous and he extends his family much further than any of us ever would. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Isaiah 56 verses 1 through 8 answering the question, why should we join ourselves to God? Thought number one, blessed. We should join ourselves to God because when we do so, we are blessed by him. So in ancient Israel, you have this opportunity if you were on the outside of the nation to become a part of it. And you could become a part of it by accepting that the Lord had in fact revealed himself to the people of Israel. That the scriptures that they had, the law and the prophets, that they were all true, that they were God's revelation of himself to these people. And they were able to be engrafted into the people of God. They were able to even take on the covenant sign of circumcision. It's absolutely amazing how these people who were united primarily by a common ancestor would let other people in. And when they were brought in, they were blessed by God as covenant children. And this is a beautiful thing to realize. And the Lord says that those who have joined themselves to God needn't fear being cut off from him, that they are truly his children even though they didn't have the right DNA or the right forefathers, that they were engrafted into the kingdom. This is true in the Old Testament by those who would keep the Sabbath, who would keep the law. It's true in the New Testament as well by those who would have faith in Christ Jesus, that we are brought in to this grand family. Thought number two, covenant kept. The idea is not necessarily that 
You're a part of the covenant people strictly by birth, but you're also a part of the covenant people by keeping the covenant. And this is what Isaiah is speaking to the people of Israel, particularly the foreigners and the eunuchs. He's saying, if you are keeping the covenant, then you're one of the covenant people. If you are really believing the law, if you are practicing that which the Lord had given to the people of Israel, then guess what? You're one of the covenant people. And we all know that no one person can rightly hold up the covenant of God. No one person can do everything that is required of them, that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But as we recognize the beauty of the law and what the Lord has given to us, we also see that the Lord is faithful to uphold his promises in the covenant. So we can be sure that the covenant is kept. So we joyfully participate in forming our lives around what's been revealed to us in scripture, knowing that God has kept his covenant promises with his people. Thought number three, house of prayer. Ultimately, the Lord is establishing his house as a house of prayer for all people. That means all people, regardless of their lineage, regardless of where they come from, regardless of their background, are able to access the house of prayer. They're able to recognize that through what the Lord has revealed to us, we have communication with him, that we can go to him, that we can speak to him, that we can hear from him. And all of this is a picture of the Lord's interaction with his people. It's a picture of his eminence with his covenant family. And the fact that the house of prayer will be for all people is particularly joyful for those of us who have not been born into the right family. It's particularly wonderful for those of us who by nature are outside of God, and yet we can join ourselves to him. And we do so, as we find out later on in the scriptures, through faith in Christ Jesus, which is the wondrous gift of God. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Isaiah chapters 56 through 61. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible where we are reading the texts of scripture together.